Geeks on Drama, a podcast about podcasts. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm sitting here with... Hi, I'm Isabel. Isabel. And so, what we're going to be trying to do with this podcast is... We're going to be trying to explore podcasts as digital drama. But I guess you're probably first wondering, what, what the hell are podcasts? What the hell are they, Tim? They're, 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 they're awesome, is what they are, Isabel. <laughs> But I'll oh. tell you something, they're also very hard to define. They are, because they're, they're, you can pretty much have a podcast about anything, and you can have so many different styles of podcasts. You can have formal, you can have informal, you can have video, you can have audio, you can have, you can have, you can have it your way. <laughs> Basically. Right, so, uh, at its core, this is, this is kind of what podcasting are. It's, it's episodic content that's about usually a very specific subject, so like knitting or gaming or uh, news in the tech world or whatever. And it's down. And one of the key aspects of it, it's downloadable. Every single episode is as accessible as the next. Yeah. So, and yeah, so there's there's lots of types. There's video ones. There's audio ones. And and the fact that there are so many different kinds allows people. To really make them their their own and really make them original and interesting, each one of them. Yeah, I you take uh, you take a very personal investment in it. Like I know, like I'll sit and watch Lost on TV with my friends, or I'll go see a play with my nerdier friends. But I I don't listen to podcasts with my other friends. No, it it, it is a personal experience. You might there is the show and tell. As in, like, hey, guess what? You're interested in games? I found this podcast that you will love. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much. But then once we see that first episode together, we will That's never it. see it together again. Because it's, it, is, it is a personal experience. It's you and your podcast. And although, you know, maybe thousands, if you're, if you're watching a very popular podcast, or, you know, maybe three people are watching the same one as you... For instance, a podcast about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it will never be you and those other three people. It will always oh. be you and the people that are talking to you. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, also, I'm going to touch on that. Uh, one of the foundations of podcasting, one of the, its core features is that there's always, since it's on the internet, there's a communal aspect to it. So usually they're accompanied by a forum or a blog where you can post your comments and maybe ask questions. What's interesting is this kind of uh, input, this kind of feedback, goes right back into the show. So the yeah. audience shapes what the podcast because, becomes. Because the people who are making the podcast, since it's such a personal experience and since it's such a communal experience, really, the podcasters will really listen to what their listeners have to say. Yep. They'll really engage with them and they'll read emails online, they'll... They'll make it so that you, whatever you're interested in, they'll talk about. And if you find that there's some things that are not working for you, they'll try to accommodate that too. Which I think it's very, very cool. It's very, it's, it's, uh, it's more accessible in that sense than like a TV show or like, or definitely a movie, right? Yeah. Like as the movie's going on, you can say, I don't like this scene and nothing's going to happen. And especially, and even TV shows, because like you could pretty much hate where the storyline is going and they will still not change yeah, it for you. Yeah, but it's going that way. Anyways, so that's a very brief and very loose description of what podcasts are. Yeah. So I guess what uh, I mean as we're right now, 
we're going to go into some of the podcasts we listen to and what we like about them, maybe how they uh, exhibit certain dramatic aspects to kind of give an out, to kind of give a view of what's yeah. out, what's out there in the podcast world today. Um, well, I'm going to talk about Napoleon 101, which is one of the geekiest history podcasts you could ever listen to. Really? History being geeky? Yeah. Oh. Well, you're basically listening to two guys talking about Napoleon in 40 episodes straight. Tremendous. And, um, but the, the really cool part about it is that they're experts. One of the guys is called uh, John David Markham, who's oh actually... God one of the leading experts of Napoleon. He's written books about it. And he's doing and he's basically teaching you all about Napoleon without having without you having to pay a dollar. Yeah. And it's very true. And it really it's really educated. And although with this podcast this although this is an educational podcast, it is really informal and it's kind of like storytelling and it really is engaging. Yeah, there's definitely something you can take out of it. It's not. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a shallow medium by any any stretch. At all, I I really do appreciate, especially the educated part about this, because drama in its beginnings was about education and podcasts as well in a yeah, form like definitely. even even the podcasts that we think that are pointless and really just kind of rambling. Like this one. Well, yes, do have some sort of educational or inf- or like informational aspect to it. Definitely, yeah. So that's a, that's a very informative kind of podcast, but I guess on the other side of the coin here is very informal, uh, almost enthusiast kind of podcast. So uh, one of the things I'm most interested in, one of my favorite podcasts, is, uh, is the One Up Show and uh, other gaming podcasts like GameScoop. So what it is, it's it's these uh, editors from like online magazines that talk about video games, and like these are these are big big corporations. Like I know IGN was bought by uh, News Corp, which also owns Fox, for like half a billion dollars. So like it's not your mom and pop website. These are huge things. Yet at the same time, even though it's this big like media publishing giant, they have these guys, these really like enthusiastic people talking about what they like talking about games in, like, a very roundtable discussion. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of makes the, like, it makes it more accessible to you because you don't, you stop thinking of those corporations as yeah. the big corporation I can't never reach to it. Yeah. And let, you think about it less like that and more of these are guys that I can relate to and I can basically have a, a conversation yeah. with. And they will listen to me when I email them having my concerns or questions or yeah. whatever. Uh, I think one of the one of the reasons why podcasts can have kind of have this dialogue is is the fact that it's at least these ones, it's very audio, it's voice based, right? So yeah. me saying these things is a lot is a lot more personal even it's a lot it's a more of a human element than just reading a text on a blog or whatever. Yeah. So I think that definitely even like just hearing hearing someone talk very enthusiastic about a subject is adds that much more emotion and atmosphere into what you're reading or you what get, you're consuming. And you get more excited. Yeah, Because if the person is excited, you'll be excited with them. Exactly. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. You're excited, too. Also, so going back to this, it has a very conversational, roundtable nature. And one of the biggest reasons why it's allowed to do this is because it's an enthusiast medium. Medium. They use very specific language that 
only people who are listening to the show are going to know about. When you listen to this kind of podcast, you search for it on iTunes, you find out about it, and you download it. And that, that process like, almost ensures that anyone who's listening is going to know exact is going to be already very well versed in the medium. Yeah, for example, like one of the examples Tim and I use a lot is the knitting aspect because okay, knitting has very very like key terms and there are podcasts out there about knitting, believe it or not. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe, but they are and they can use words that are used by knitting people and you don't have to be introduced to the subject because you're already an enthusiast because you already went out and searched for it. Exactly. So this this specific language, I think in a way, brings the audience that much more into it and so it definitely becomes a more personal thing. So what it in a sense is doing is it's kind of playing up that, that shared lived experience as like these guys go through the same like highs as me when I knit. Like I get very excited about it, and they do too. So it goes back to that. And it goes every week. You go through the same thing, and it, beca- it, beca- it really does become kind of like a routine and um, sort of like a ceremony. Ooh, it's a ritual. A ritual. It is. Like, for example, for me, it is a ritual. I know that, fra- that like, Tuesdays at 3.30, one of my podcasts downloads, and I'll sit there. This one is actually a video one. Yeah. So I'll sit there and watch it. And that's what I do at 3 in the afternoon on Tuesdays. <laughs> and, and my friends know. My friends know that if I'm laughing my head off in my room at, three, at 4 in the afternoon, it's because I'm watching this podcast. And, and it becomes a, something very... For me, it's, it is kind of a ritual because they open up themselves to me. Yeah. Because it is kind of having a glimpse into their lives because they will talk about what they're going through during their lives and what has happened throughout their week. Exactly. So I, it really does become a part of you. Yeah, definitely. And saying that, it almost, it almost sounds like, well, it's like I meet with my friends for coffee on these Tuesdays, right? Yeah. And I go talk to, talk to my friends for an hour about the stupidest stuff in the world that no one else likes. And it's so cool about that. So like, say, say for knitting... Now, not everyone likes knitting, so you're not going to be able to have this conversation with your friends about it. But through, through this kind of specific nature of podcasting, you're, you're invited into a conversation you're usually not allowed, not, you're not able, able to, to have. Yeah. So I think going back to it, one of, the, one of the most interesting concepts of podcasting of this nature is sometimes, like I know definitely in GameScoop, inside jokes start to develop between in the show because like people write in and they'll, they'll make fun of one of the talkers and he's like you know shave your beard or whatever right so it's like it's almost like a group of friends and this kind of this kind of inside joke these kind of you know symbols and mythologies within the show get brought up again and again and again yeah it, it is it's it's like you know like i watch one of the shows and they talk a lot about hater pads but like i know what it means but like tim is making faces at me at this yeah. moment and it it is it does become an inside joke and it's something that it's an inside joke between you and those presenters and those or yeah. whoever is hosting the okay. show it whatever. sounds it sounds kind of hoity-toity but the way i see it it's there's there's very organic narrative that's starting to build within the show as it progresses as people listen to it and they get feedback and it gets received and, and put into the show and i don't think i honestly don't think this kind of organic way of developing dialogue and connection with an audience 
is found in any other medium. I really don't. And 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 I don't think that if like although yes, we had just spent the like last five minutes talking about how it is very niche based and it's very close community type. It's very easy to come into it. Yeah. Because definitely. since it is, you have the whole archive. Yeah. Of podcasts, so you can go back and listen to them all and understand the inside jokes. Yeah. And so, and I don't think that so it it's very accessible in that way as well. Very much. So I guess moving forward, uh, Isabel has another informal kind of podcast you like to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Um, um, I like listening to Dignation, which is a video show where two guys uh, sit on a sofa and drink beer and uh, talk about technology. And so there's inside jokes within, be, between them. And also the best part about this is that once a month or once every two months, they actually do a live show. And they've managed and they've done live shows in London, in Amsterdam, wow. in the States. I'm still hoping for one in Vancouver. Um, but they get they get people involved and in the live shows people scream and they become part of the show and it's and it becomes part of the experience of the show it, it kind of is like Dionysius 69 because as people get educated about how a live show goes people know to buy Jaeger shots for Alex <laughs> because he can't take them and it makes him really really sick so it's really funny when he goes no 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 and it's and he's like already drunk so eventually he'll take the shot but it's like <laughs> people know how to behave people already know what they want to drink and so it, it they do become part of the show yeah. and they it, and it's just so funny it exemplifies that kind of that kind of intensified social life almost like a festival yeah like when you describe it, I, I i think back to like high school drama improv where like the audience is so engaged and so vocal and it's like okay I need I need a subject right or I need a setting and it's like the Shire and, that, and actually and that actually does happen because they make polls about hey should guys have beards and so they scream hey who here thinks that we should have beards and so people scream and or or they they Alex is very uh, PC Windows based and mm. Kevin is very yeah. We're, is very apple based. Like I am, like all good, well meaning people are. Yes, like me and Tim are very Mac based. So they have fights about it. <laughs> and the, and, and the, so every time they go out, like they go, so who here has Mac? And people raise their hands. And who has a PC? And people boo. And so Alex and Kevin like have these fights. And it's just so funny. Because so, it is very involving. What I see is. The communal aspect and the niche aspect of podcast brings out a sort of I don't know passion in people about the subject. Yeah, people get very and I think maybe podcasting is it's, it's very suited for getting this kind of reaction, getting getting bringing together this kind of very interested group of people who usually wouldn't be able, like yeah. have another way of finding each other. So I guess moving forward with that, since we've kind of established how the crowd definitely affects the show, uh, what I'd like to bring up right now is. The low barrier of entry that is podcasting. So, like, uh, for instance, even the fact that this one exists, like, I didn't pay a cent to put it out. It took me less than an hour to get the feed going. And we're recording it right now. Right now, as, <laughs> as, as we, we speak. speak. Oh, jinx. So, Isabel won't be talking for the rest of the show right now. But, so I can definitely talk. Uh, so, this enthusiast 
kind of uh, production comes out of the fact that anyone can do it. So with this, you get you know, like any perspective can come out, any any subject can come out because anyone who gives a damn can actually put one of these things out. So it's it's very democratic. Like anything anything that you want to say, you can go out and say it, and people you're gonna probably find an audience. I, I this one has found an audience of like three people already. Which yeah. Oh, so I went. You actually, so, you said Isabel won't be talking the rest of the show, so you kind of said my name. Well, it's the way I always play it is you have to say it three times. Oh, well, I play with one. Fine. It took me a while to figure out that you actually fine. had said my name. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, yeah, definitely. So with this low barrier of entry, I think it's very easy to put a show out. Almost like it's probably a terrible example, but like a show like South Park, which is very you know rudimentary, very basic can put an episode out in one week, so it's allowed to be very uh, relevant to what's going on out there. They can respond to current events that happen. And I think that the reason that there are so many varieties of podcasts, and we have audio, video, and so many topics, is because of this lower barrier of entry. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, if it was were to be very expensive, like putting a TV show on, yeah. it wouldn't happen. And most of the time, it doesn't. <laughs> also, you can probably, I haven't checked yet, but you can probably find this on iTunes by now. So even, even the higher production ones still enjoy you know, like a lot easier way of distribution that yeah. you don't have to pay to get on a network. You don't have to do any of this. So yeah. it's cheap. <laughs> it is. And, but at the same time, you have podcast networks like the podcast network or like Revision 3, which are companies based on providing podcasts on different different topics. Definitely. So I guess one of the final points is through this ease of production, uh, how do I say this? Podcasts have, can respond to whatever, like something new happens in the world of knitting, I'm going to talk about it, right? I don't know if new things happen in the world of knitting. New things always happen. Have you seen the new cross stitch that... that uh, okay, I don't know. No, Tim. I won't even I, try. I haven't. <laughs> I won't even try. And like, actually, I think that the one that knits here would be me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or not. Well, I don't know. I, I do have like pretty much all needles and stuff, and I do knit. But That's true. Uh, my only needles is for heroin. For oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I shoot up after this show. I'm really like I'm really just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so what I'm trying to say is, so since you can respond to these events within the medium really quickly, and that every episode is available to be downloaded, what one interesting thing is, say, say I'm ta- say it's a gaming podcast. I can go from episode one to the most current episode and see almost a social narrative that's coming out of it. I can hear people being very enthusiastic about something in episode one, and then it coming out in episode ten, and then them looking back on it in like episode twenty five, and I can kind of see how how this whole subject, this whole medium kind of evolves and how the perspective has changed. And, and not only that, but you can also see like topics about the real world happening because topics about the real world eventually get addressed in pretty much every different type of podcast. Exactly. And, 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 it's, and I think it's a very interesting thing because I have caught a podcast after like 60 episodes, so I have to go back and watch you know, 60 yeah. episodes of it or listen to 60 pe- episodes of it. But if you do. But if you do, you will notice the trends of like, it's like going back in time and listening to radio of in the 50s yeah. and seeing, hearing all the not, like, all the like little aspects about 
the 50s life. So I guess if our grandchildren were to listen to this podcast, which they can because the podcast will live for eternity in the internet world. And my, my grandchildren would be huge nerds without well, friends. Dude. Living on Mars, as we all will very soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, Just, okay, right now, calling it right here. If you download this podcast when we're living on Mars, know that we called it right now. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Nobody else did it. We exactly. said it. So, I guess, yeah, so when you look through all these podcasts, you see social narrative, and you see how perspectives change within enthusiasts within that community. So the podcast as a whole is very reflective of an, I don't know, an organic dynamic that's and going on. And it's always evolving. Yeah, it's always, so it's almost, I don't know, it's like a mirror of this like human perspective on certain things. It's, it's I, kind of a mirror of like society. Definitely. Oh, and especially of that small, like yeah. of that small community society, of that clique. Of that religious cult. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Well, religious cults do have podcasts, which is kind of the funny part of it all. You can find, like, there's a podcast called Palestine Today. I don't think that's a religious cult. No, it isn't. Anyway. You know, there, there's just, I'm trying to point out how there's so much out there. Yeah, there's a lot out there. So the, the truth out is out there. Yeah. Anyway, so wrapping it up, uh, this is, so, that's a brief overview of how we see podcasts and what they are and how, how they are, what they are today. In the future, we're going to take a more in-depth look at what aspects of podcasting you think best reflect it as as a drama, drama. as digital drama. So we kind of went through it now, but like the conversational aspect, the theatricality, the theatricality, and like some of the video podcasts, the educational aspect about it. Yeah. So we'll go more in depth, but these are kind of the tenets of drama that podcasts definitely represent. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to try to explore the role of podcasting as a digital drama in that respect. But also... Uh, the links that we can make between podcasting and other outlets of intensified social drama, such as The Fringe and Shakespeare's Theater. Definitely. So, like, The Fringe, it comes out of, uh, you know, financial constraints. And then what's interesting is how all this experimentation happens because, you know, you can do whatever you want. It's, it's like the wild, wild west out there. And I think that's very much reflective of podcasting. And, and also the aspect that it's, it was a very niche thing. It was, it, grew, it was grew. the actors who wanted to per- perform plays and they invited other actors to perform plays. And that's where it came out. And yeah. then it grew and it became this huge thing. Monster. Monster. This huge beast. Yeah, so it's got that experimental, pick something up, throw it at the wall, see if it sticks or not. And then, in a sense, it's kind of like Shakespearean theater, where it kind of resides between the authority and the people, and so it keeps that... Because it it can be done by anyone, and it can be done about anything. So it it has that kind of link towards Shakespearean theater, and I'm sure as we progress, we'll find more more, more links that show it show how podcasting is really a branch off of these kind of other forms of drama. And we hope to find where podcasts fit in this whole dramatic sphere. We hope. We hope. Maybe we'll... we'll We're trying really, really hard. Maybe we'll find out that podcasts don't exist. Or don't fit. (laughs) Anyways, so... Or not what we think they are. (laughs) That's kind of a... Maybe they're our fathers. That's... That's a spoiler. 
<laughs> that's a not so brief overview of what we're trying to get at with this podcast and what podcasting's what podcasting is and what it means to us. Yeah. So uh, I hope you like the last twenty four minutes of rambling and um, stay tuned for the next podcasts, which probably hopefully please pretty please will come out pretty yeah, soon. Barring any unforeseen plague of locusts that may fall upon us. Yeah. There right. you go. So the death of our first unborn child. Oh boy. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this has been Geeks on Drama. <laughs>